You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of It's My Wrestling Podcast. I am, of course, as always, your host, Chris Dees. As always, please make sure you hit subscribe if you're here on YouTube. Follow if you're listening on any audio platforms. Today's guest is a man I am always, always happy to talk to. Always an absolute pleasure. He is a blast. He lights up any room he walks into, the life and soul of the party. He's not in a way because he knows I'm right. It's the third time that he's been on the show now. Third, third time. Third time already. Uh, third time's a charm. Uh, but the first two times he was in a car, so it's nice that I've got him <laughs> sitting down at a laptop this time. Um, he's, of course, um, he's of course the, the best hype man in the game, Shane Taylor Promotions. Appreciate Mr. That. Rev Ron Hunt, man. Ron, thank you for coming back to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. How are things? Man, it's always a pleasure for you for to join you guys. Man, anytime that I can, I do it, man. And uh, things are going great. You know, you know, in the in the midst of people trying to adjust to certain things, I think one thing stays consistent, and that's Shane Taylor Promotions. We continue to do what we got to do to yeah. secure the bag by any means necessary. And business always goes forward, never goes backwards. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. That's like that's obviously like one of the, one of the main things I wanted to ask you about because obviously this has been a pretty difficult couple of weeks for. Well, for the wrestling industry as a whole, really, hasn't it? Like everything that happened with Ring of Honor and then just a few days later, WWE cut loads of talent as well. But what happened with you guys in Ring of Honor, man, when it happened, I like I got the news alert on my phone. And obviously we've spoken a few times in the past. Shane's been on a few times, all of STP. I've had Rep Titus. I've had loads of guys from Ring of Honor. And when that news came up, I genuinely sat there like, oh, my God. Like I could not believe what I was what I was reading. Has it has it finally started to sink in for you guys a little bit? Have you sort of adjusted to it now? I think a lot of people have, you know, adjustments and you know certain aspects. I think some quicker than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that's always kept at least, you know, that can speak directly from Shane Taylor Promotions is, you know, we've always been in the mindset of it's been a uh, a forest bias movement, and, and while we've been very fortunate to. Uh, continue to do our leadership and spread our message on the platform that we've been on. Uh, we have always had a mindset of being very self-sufficient and did not have to be self-dependent uh, just on one particular company with three uh, with three particular letters, respectively. Um, so I, I think with us, you know, the, the mission never changed. It really didn't catch us off guard because we didn't really have to shift momentum as much. Uh, but I think in general, for, for all of our brothers and sisters, all of us in some way, shape or form have had to reevaluate our career yeah. and kind of see where things are going or kind of where the momentum is shifting and, and different things and just kind of realign and have a deeper focus for things. But in regards to Shane Taylor Promotions, we're still going forward. We still have our foot right on that gas pedal. And even in the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months, man, we got some really big things in store. Yeah, man, I've seen you've got quite a few bookings already. In fact, pretty much. That, that's pretty much universally what I've seen for, for everyone in Ring of Honor. Like, it hasn't taken long for you guys to get independent shows and bookings and events and things like that. Like, it's been it's been good to see because, obviously, you know, you worry. You worry as a fan when you, when you like a promotion as much as I like Ring of Honor. You worry and you think, oh, God, like, you know, that you, you don't realise how many other avenues there are for you guys to do your thing you know everybody just thinks oh it's are they going to go to aw are they going to go to wwe or to impact but there are so many platforms these days aren't there there's so many ways you can spread your wings yeah yeah i think i think that's one of the big things and uh i was just training with a couple of my students within like you know even just yesterday and um i said you know as we see things kind of transitioning 
this is a very great time for people to, to get that ball rolling, get that momentum going. And I think even right now, when you look at it, just as, just as you said, there's so many different platforms to go to, um, so many different avenues. You don't have to go one particular route or two particular routes. Um, it's okay to, to dip your toes in the water in different places until you feel that you, that you found a good fit. And I think that's what you're seeing with a lot. Um, I'm extremely proud of all my brothers and sisters at Ring of Honor. I think it's no secret of the imagination. You know, just as you mentioned, the reason why you're seeing such uh, quick and, 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 and expediting movement is because just as we've been saying as a company and it associates individually with, with talent, uh, this is the best wrestling on the planet. And you can only get the best wrestling on the planet with the best wrestlers on the planet. So I, I think it's very fortunate that, you know, for those that were still flexible, for example, myself, uh, all of STP, Jonathan Gresham, and so many others that were able to um, hold such a high prestige with Ring of Honor and still do independence, all the way down to those that were extremely exclusive and couldn't do anything on the independence until now. Now you're seeing a very even balance of pretty much every person in some way, shape, or form dipping their toes in, in the next biggest thing, or at least securing their bookings for a long period of time, uh, which I think does good for everyone's family. So right right now, as I said, you know, it's a win-win in my opinion. Uh, I think right now it's allowing a lot of us to really dig deeper, even give us a little bit of breathing room that if we wanted to uh, switch how we were looking at things creatively and, you know, test the waters with a few different things. I think now this is the perfect time. And uh, I think a lot of people clearly from the jump, uh, it was something that shook a lot of people. You know, some is shook even harder. Um, but then, you know, I think right at this time, or right at that point where, you know, we we felt okay, you know, we dealt with reality, and now it's like, now how can we keep the train going forward? And a lot of my brothers and sisters are doing exactly that. They're keeping the train moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, like, that's the thing. Like, it it really did shake a lot of people. Like, I, I can't even begin to imagine how much it shook you guys. It shook fans just, you know, quite a lot. But, when you look at it from from the other perspective, like this is good for the industry. Obviously, we don't ever want to see anybody lose their job. That's horrible. You know, the same for all the guys and the girls that have left WWE recently. But whoever picks up STP has literally got one of the hottest acts, if not the hottest act and faction in all of wrestling. So this we appreciate that. You know what I mean? It can it can as 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 bad as it is at the time when it happens. When you start to think of the bigger picture, like the amount of experience that you five guys have got, the amount of experience that those guys have got in TV, if they take that to, I don't know, like a GCW or, or any of those kind of promotions, it's only going to help those promotions out as well, isn't it? So like you say, it is, it is a bit of a win-win. It doesn't seem like a win-win. Yeah. But, you know. I, I think our, our mindset right now is, and, you know, we've, we've been very fortunate that fans have been very vocal um, and we can't appreciate the fans enough. And, and you know, I think as soon as the news kind of got out there, which was was very quick based on how our meetings and everything were, um, a lot of fans reached out to us, whether it was publicly through tweets, through Facebook posts, uh, rather it was privately through through direct messages. You know, we heard from you guys as well. And, um, you know, what 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 we do, you know, we can't do it without the fans. You know, uh, we can do it to a certain extent. We've seen how a lot of companies, every every national TV company has adjusted during the pandemic. But at the end of the day, we need the support of our fans. So um, we we at STP, we're very fortunate. We have a very loyal fan base, um, a very, very dogmatic and very focused fan base and that will continue to push us so even when things are done you know we're we're seeing the hashtags we're seeing the tags of different three-letter companies and our mindset is you know when i when i talk to shane and 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 con and moses and o'shea uh our mindset is let's keep this momentum and you know it's not the end it's just the beginning you know what you thought the momentum was then uh it's even more locked in now and you know i think that just speaks to us, you know, respectfully not looking at like a one dimensional, um, not looking at a one dimensional of this is just what we want to do. We just want to win gold. No, yeah. we want to create a movement. You know, we want to create history. Um, we want to change and shift not only the sport of professional wrestling, but the world as a whole. Uh, so does that momentum stop just because of one particular company? Absolutely not. We keep that momentum. 
We keep that same movement. We keep that same energy that we had since day one and we propel it to the next level and we crank it up even more. And so, so I, I think right now, you know, we're, we're very fortunate. And you know, as you've been seeing us post on social media, we've been very vocal. Um, so every door is open. These, these hands are ready to eat for everybody and come to us. We are here. We are here and we're ready to get you. We're ready to get you. So that's where we are right now. Yeah, it's not about not about getting knocked down. It's about how you get back up, isn't it? Everybody always says that and get knocked down a million times is about how you get back up. And I have the Absolutely. utmost confidence in you guys as a group and in Ring of Honor in general. I've spoken to a, another before yourself, another few Ring of Honor guys who've obviously been through this same thing as you. And everybody's just got that same mentality, as you've just said, of this isn't the end. It's the beginning. You know, it's it's an unfortunate situation, but it opens so many doors, so many avenues for everybody to to express themselves and to to be themselves and to maybe do like you just said things that maybe they weren't able to do before. But anyway, enough enough about about the, the sad times that we've just had behind us um, as we go forward, moving into the future. Um, so the last time you were on the show and the last time Shane was on the show was way back when, pretty much just after the the podcast started like it started basically yeah. a year ago i think you were yeah that's, like, that's hard to, that's hard, actually hard to believe man <laughs> yeah i know man it's crazy you were like number i think like number four and five on our guests yeah. list because we had we had shane and then we had yourself and then we had yeah, all of us we were trying to get the whole the whole crew the whole crew yeah. on at one time too so yeah that was chaos that episode <laughs> Madness. <laughs> <laughs> so because that was such a long time ago I've got loads more viewers, loads more subscribers, loads more listeners than I did back then. What is it about STP that makes you guys so special? For anybody who who isn't aware, who watches the show, like what does do each of you guys bring to the table? Yeah, I, I think, you know, in general, and, you know, for those those who just tune in, it's the Reverend Hunt, uh, Vice President, Chief of Operations, Shane Taylor Promotions, uh, also a professional wrestler, along with the rest of the four brethren with us. And, you know, one thing that I've told many people that I've talked to on interviews is, uh, one thing that separates us is unity. And, you know, a lot of times it's very hard to find that, you know, in a sport of professional wrestling, um, you know, can you get along with everyone? Yes. But sometimes uh, whatever said machine that person is working for at that time, uh, sometimes they create that said group. Um, with St. Taylor Promotions, this was completely created by us. We said this is what we are. This is what we present. This is what we can bring to the table. And then we presented that to the machine. Um, so I think that that was one main thing is, you know, we all looked at where we were in life, uh, the different struggles that we went through. We saw the similarities in those struggles and also where our mindset was and with the message that we wanted people to relay based off of seeing us overcome our struggles. And so I think when you put one, two, three, four, five people together within that same mindset, within that same goal, that have that same energy, have that same undesirable desire to succeed. Um, you get a dangerous threat and that dangerous threat just so happens to be Shane Taylor promotion. So when you look at you know, Shane Taylor, you look at his resume, his resume speaks for himself, uh, even dating back in the early parts of the independence. And we've been seeing a little bit of his history uh, trickle, you know, even when we just had the, um, uh, the release of our good brother, Keith Lee, you know, but Shane's history dates way back. And there has been a rich history of Shane doing exactly what he's advertised to be. And that's a complete monster. That's a complete butt kicker. You look at people like a con and a Moses, you not look at two powerhouses, but you look at two people that can easily strategically out game plan you at any time, but just so happen to bring the muscles behind the brains. So when you look at two guys like that, that, that were already cohesive since they started at MCW, Maryland Championship Wrestling, and then now you bring them to a larger platform where people can really see their true skills that we've always seen in them shine, you now you have that. They're, they're called the soldiers of savagery for a reason because they're the people that you can trust on the front line. They're the people that you can trust in a bunker at any given time. You know, as soon as you want them to go to war, they're willing to go to war, no ifs, ands, or buts. Now, when you look at the big bad Kaiju, O'Shea Edwards, the name speaks for itself. The man is a monster. I tell you this, we were just in Baltimore for some, for some TV tapings. One workout with O'Shea Edwards will change your life. I'll <laughs> tell you that from a personal experience. I had to take a three-day break. But there's a reason why a guy like him is a monster. There's a reason why Shane Taylor wanted to bring him on board along with Con and Moses, and we were able to get that done. So when you put 
all of their individual strengths together on top of all of us where our mindsets and where our collective struggles were and you bring us together i think that brings you something that is very unique that not many people have seen in our sport of professional wrestling and you know we're very fortunate to be able to continue to grow but yet right now hold the weight that we do known as the family of shane taylor promotions yeah and that's the thing with factions and with um stables in, in other promotions not not to talk down about any of them but they all feel very manufactured don't they you guys don't feel manufactured you feel like you're just a group of guys that have always been together it just feels very natural it feels it feels i think the best way that i would describe it is you don't feel like a team you feel like a brotherhood absolutely that's what it's absolutely always- and and, and I, I think i think there's so many times that um, it's very hard to find that in our, in our profession, you know, just on, on a realistic standpoint. And uh, we'll tell you, you know, when, when we travel and, and when we're on shows together, we travel as a unit. You know, when we go from town to town, we go as a unit. When we leave from a town and we're at a hotel, we, we're, we're there, we're chilling as a unit. And even when we're in separate states, you know, we have a group message where we're continuously, even outside of wrestling, checking on each other, checking on each other's family. Hey, are you guys doing good? Does your family need anything? Anybody, you know, um, and, and I, I think that's that's really what, you know, when this profession is done right, what you can grow out of the sport of professional wrestling. So, you know, I, I can't speak speak enough how much, you know, uh, my, my brothers and, and, and I, we love each other. You know, we support each other, um, even when it comes to in our own areas when we have singles matches, you know, we, we, we promote each other because, you know, at the end of the day, just as you got, you guys have heard in our promos, uh, just as hopefully if some of you guys have talked to us in real life during intermissions, uh, we are indeed our brother's keeper. And we're in a mindset of, if we don't look out for one another, then who will? So when you look, when you look at, you know, a, a, a cohesive amount of guys like that, and hopefully in the near future, some ladies that, that we're looking at to, hopefully down the road somewhere, eventually add some in our fold. Um, it's, not, it's nothing but family. You know, we, we, we associate it like bad boy entertainment with P. Diddy. You know, it's a, it's a family thing, you know, um, and, and that's, that's how it is with us at the Shane Taylor Promotions. I remember, I remember the, the, probably the first time, I think it was, that we spoke, you mentioned that you were looking to bring some, some potentially some women into the fold. Back then, yeah. obviously, COVID then really took its toll in it and that wasn't able to happen it's a shame because um man the women in ring of honor up until this happened were on fire like i had um, absolutely i had maria canellis on a couple of weeks ago and we spoke about everything that she's been doing with the women's division and it was so <laughs> good to see after not having a champion for like a year and a half roxy amazing choice to go with as champion i was really excited to see what she was going to do with the title man such a shame like ring of honor was on such a wave of momentum and i think people were as i've said before to yourself and to shane like people have this really i don't know if it's i don't know not warped that's the wrong word but people don't realize that ring of honor isn't the same ring of honor that it was in 2010 people still think this is the ring of honor that just brings through a cm punk brings through an adam cole brings through a samoa joe and lets them go off to the to the bigger promotions you know people don't realize how much ring of honor as a promotion have stepped it up and i would argue ring of honor probably had the best pandemic era of of any of the any of the promotions out there right no you know i you know i you know agree to to as much as knowledge that i get and you know it was it was rough for every single company um, you know, even us and, you know, um, Ring of Honor did a, did a good job with continuing to do what they did. And they kept everyone uh, paid. They kept everyone employed. Uh, although for a good, there was a good gap where there wasn't any live action. So we were able to get a better hold on how we can do it to the safest of our abilities. So when you even go to uh, the ROH bubble, um, you know, how consistent the uh, COVID tests were just to make sure that we're clear and that we're putting the safest area possible. But, you know, reality hits and sometimes, you know, things get adjusted just like that. But even going even going back to what you were saying, um, you know, just we're talking to uh, Maria and, you know, looking looking at our, our women of honor division. And I really do feel, you know, and, and I, I said this just just recently, and this goes for the independents as well. Uh, for a lot that I, that I know, and a lot of them are getting national looks if they're not signed to a national level. Um, this is really a time for people, uh, and it's sad we have to say this in year 2001 going in 2022, but you know, this is a time where people need to really stop sleeping uh, on women's wrestling. 
And you know, you're right now. You're you're at a time where you're not getting uh, your typical. Uh, what we were seeing in the early 2000s, late 90s, our lingerie matches and our, and our pillow matches, these ladies are going in there and they are backing it up. And uh, sometimes, depending on the company, some of these ladies are backing it up against men as well. Yep. So when you look yep. at this, you know, just as we talk about shattering that glass ceiling, um, whenever we look at anyone, rather that, 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 is, that is man or woman, we're looking at where is their mindset at in regards of having that same mindset of wanting to shatter that same glass ceiling. And what a lot of people don't know is there are so many different hiccups that come about, um, you know, just being a, a female wrestler in general, uh, let alone if you have some additional barriers or minorities that are holding you back or some, some additional barriers that people do not want to give you credit for that can actually hold you back on top of being a female talent. So, you know, when you look at this, I really do feel in particular, you know, when you look at our, our, our women of honor division, our, our women that are at ring of honor, tremendous talent. From, from from beginning to end. And anyone that has missed out on it, you've been missing out on a lot. I, I advise you to catch up on it. I advise you to do your research and, and, and understand who these ladies are, but understand we're still just scratching the surface. So, you know, are you gonna see some of these women in other areas? I guarantee it. Are you gonna see them at other companies? Absolutely, because they have untapped potential and they have tremendous talent that we are already seeing and some that we still have not seen their full peak and their, few, and their full climax within this sport. So I, I'm excited to continue to keep our eyes on the radar. Uh, with us with Shane Taylor Promotions, we we look everywhere. If you, if you look at us on social media, sometimes we won't even post nothing, but you might see another wrestler post like, hey, we just saw this person from STP there, this person. We, we, we go around the independents. And we don't have to make ourselves visible for you to understand that there is some part of the eyes of Shane Taylor Promotions on someone. If we got an eye on them, we'll travel around and we'll keep an eye or we'll just pop up just to see what's hot in that particular area because that, that's, that's what we do. It's the same thing like recruiting for, for NFL, uh, NBA, NHL, and everything else. Yeah, and I'm even seeing people who, like I don't know, just, just random wrestling fans. It could literally just be me. I'll see something really cool or I'll see a, a, a wrestler I've not seen before, whether it be male or female, and people are literally tagging you guys and saying this person should be an STP. So that says a lot about you guys that the first thing they're thinking of is, yeah, STP. Imagine what this person could do with STP. Imagine what STP could do for them. So like you say, even when you're not actively out there or trying to recruit, people are trying to make you recruit people which speaks volumes about you guys as a group yeah yeah i mean i mean that, that's an honor and you know we we've always talked about this just in regards of um kind of where we see things going right now so um we don't necessarily want people to look at what we're doing at saint taylor promotions as a uh this can help boost my career but but an even balance you know we're looking for those that I have something to prove that are currently proving something with or without help. And then how can we get that to the next level? But at the same time, it's also a mindset of we don't want to bring someone on just so it can help boost their resume, but also they can be brought in on the same level as us and we can keep the ball moving forward and, and, and make things continuously even stronger. So, um, you know, even, even if someone has watched this and I, I can give this at the end of the interview again, but uh, if you guys are watching this and you think it's you, man, woman, boy, or girl, <laughs> drop us your resume, drop us your reel, Shane Taylor Promotions, LLC at gmail.com. I promise you we look at our emails. It might take a little bit long to get back to you, but we look at every single email that hits that account. Shane Taylor Promotions, LLC, your reel and, and your uh, resume, and we'll have somebody take a look at it. I mean, it's, it's, it's that simple. I can think of a few. I can think of a few names that I might send it on to. I've got hey, um, tag, tag them and tell them to get in contact with why us. Not? Why we'll not? Take man. a look. I've got. Um, I'm. I'm starting to do. As people will know by now, I'm doing um a new series, like an independent wrestling spotlight series, to shine some shine some attention on on the guys and the girls who don't maybe get as much attention and as many eyes on them as they should. And I can think Absolutely. of a few that would few that would do really well in STP. So you never know. I might put it down in the I'll put it down in the about section so that people can apply. Yeah. Yeah, man. Why not? <laughs> Try and recruit. But I need to get some commission. If I get you anybody, I need hey, commission. We, we, hey, you guys, you guys always hook us up. We can get you a little something, something. <laughs> awesome. Um, so we've we've spoken about the women, um, which was something I was really keen to touch on and the representation of women in wrestling at the moment, just in general. Um, I wanted to talk about representation in general because obviously Chain Taylor promotions, there's been 
so many um so many comparisons unfortunately to groups like the nation of domination and the hurt business most recently but i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because look at how many obviously i grew up as a wrestling fan sort of like in the mid 90s mid to late 90s and god off the top of my head other than those i've just mentioned in the the nation i can't really think of that many other than the rock or mark henry there weren't that many prominent black african american men wrestlers or, or women jesus women it was even worse i think you at one at one time you only really had like jazz jacqueline there really wasn't much representation obviously things these days man are so much better you've got all five of you guys in stp uh sasha banks bianca Belair, lashley biggie lots of these names holding titles as well uh apollo damian priest not even just necessarily african-american but just minorities and different ethnicities um there's loads of japanese champions carmelo hayes moose most yeah. recently as well i think in nxt uk the champions there are russian and japanese at the moment so you know we're starting to see a lot more representation pretty much across the board do do, do we still need to be doing more what, what what do you make of it obviously as somebody directly affected by that as i say i didn't see many many when i was younger and but it just kind of felt normal to me, but obviously for you, you, you wouldn't have had many people to look up to in that regard, would you? So without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done at Granger. We're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How how does it feel now seeing so much more representation, but is it enough? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think one of the main things, and, and we get this question a lot of times, you know, number one, it's beautiful. And, um, you know, we, we've been seeing things in particular, um, you know, people relating us to, yes, the nation of domination, uh, to yes, the hurt business, and honestly, that's not a disrespect to us. Um, as we said, each group is something separate. You know, each group brings something separate to the table. Um, I know from a visual standpoint, while there could be correlations because you know you see a certain set number, they all have the same the, the same uh, skin content and melanin, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they all do a pose probably at the entrance or somewhere. Uh, they all talk on the mic and they talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But when you look at, um, I, I implore anyone that when you look at the depth and the, not only the what, but the why of what they're doing, um, there is no such thing as a disrespect in that manner. Because, uh, you know, I see why we can go about it slightly different ways. I believe that ourselves, the hurt business, we have the same mindset just in different backyards. But we have the same exact mindset when you, when you look at history makers like the New Day. Um, we have the same mindset just in different backyards. Um, you know, even going back to uh, to the nation of domination, uh, we can continue to go even further like that. When you look at in, uh, individuals, uh, even dating back decades ago, when you look at a, a, a famous black wrestler by the name of Sweet Daddy Siki, we all have the same exact mindset and wanting to just change the game and bring another side of the representation. Because, you know, while this wrestling world is very large and we can go anywhere, we can be here in the U.S., we can be in the U.K., we can be in Japan, we can, we can be anywhere, and we know uh, we can find hundreds of people that associate with pro wrestling, it is still a very small world at the same time. So I feel like this time when we have a platform like we do, when so many times it's easy to see people that look like us, being misrepresented, rather it's, you know, through the news, you know, rather it's through uh, different things that we see on TV. And then now we get put in a standpoint to where we can show another side and we can start to clear some of the air of the natural ignorance that we see so widely vast across the world. Um, there is no such thing as having too much representation. And I think one of the main things, and, uh, you know, it broke the internet was the one girl that was crying and crying in her living room when Bianca Belair won the title. Um, if that just doesn't show you how important representation is, then I don't I don't know what does. Um, and that doesn't matter what background, you know, you're looking at. But, you know, when you do look in not only the black community within wrestling, but uh, any minority community in general, there has always been one person that has helped 
at least spike the interest or spike the motivation for that, that particular said culture. And it's not saying that, you know, a, a full set of one culture winning is a bad thing. It's saying, let's kind of realign this and see how we can do better to not have equality, but have equity. So when you look at the Hispanic community, a lot of people, a lot of my friends that are Hispanic, what is your motivation? Well, my motivation is Eddie Guerrero. You look in a black community, well, what is your motivation? Well, my motivation is this person. My, my motivation was Rocky. My motivation was Tony Atlas. Um, you know, when when you when you look in the, uh, the Irish community, well, what was your motivation? You know, some even that, that we talked to now. Oh, well, you know, my, my motivation was Seamus. My motivation was this person. My motivation was Drew McIntyre. So it is it is so important um to have representation i can't i can't you know speak on that enough but you know do i feel satisfied or content with it no because i think you know through this at least from my own personal walk as soon as you begin to get content with something then you stay stagnant and my whole mindset is if we are not continuing to go forward then we are not growing if i'm standing still i'm not growing and i'm leaving the opportunity for the next person to catch up and the only person i can be mad at is myself so my only mindset is to keep that momentum going, keep my foot on the gas, and and can keep my eye on the prize. And I, I think that's a great thing that we're seeing a lot of times spread out throughout multiple companies. Yeah, yeah. And what's what's nice for me, even even as obviously a white man, it's nice to see that it's more it's more consistent now. Because what I always noticed, at least probably probably up until about maybe three or four years ago. Every time Black History Month rolled around, now obviously I'm only going to apply this to WWE because they always make a really big deal of Black History Month, as they should do, but it always just just so happened that at that time, R-Truth would become US champion. Lashley would become Intercontinental champion. It always, do you know what I mean? It was always very convenient timing. It felt like th- this was back before Black African-American wrestlers were, were really given a platform, like the New Day, like Biggie, like Kofi which was in like obviously April biggie happened like a month ago so far far away from black history month but it always it always did feel like that i don't know if it felt like that for you but i know a lot of people were very vocal about it like oh here's black history month which black wrestler are going to they're going to put the title on this time and they've definitely moved away from that now haven't they i think it it, it doesn't really feel like they're doing it you know what the WWE are like it's they they love to do a first ever as often as they can you know, first yeah, I think I think we're I think we're seeing a, I think we are seeing a little bit more on consistency and continuity with it. And um, you know, you're not the only one that that is that has brought that up. And you know, we still slightly see it in, in certain particular companies to where you know maybe you don't see as as big of a shift or as big of a focus uh, until uh, a certain number of people start to speak on these things and they say, oh wait, wait a second, yeah. That is a problem. Um, And, you know, clearly, you know, with something, you know, like Black History Month, um, you know, you do see things maybe shifting a little bit further uh, within that realm because, you know, it just feels like the right thing to do at that time. So, you know, a a lot of times what what I try to tell people is um, the the fans have as much say as a lot of things. You know, if you don't like something or you feel like something could be different. I implore you, whatever type of power that you have, to let your voice be known, even if it's a simple thing of of uh, making a status or sending a message. Um, but it 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 deals with the the numbers that come in in regards of that, and that has been something that we've been seeing. Then that also that we're trying to kind of break that mold of just in general within sports and and professional wrestling as a whole is how do we break this stigma of of just being perhaps stone a bone because it feels like the right thing to do because of a certain particular annual holiday or a certain particular, you know, celebration month. How can we make this that it's not just uh, a, a special that we're seeing now, but make this more of a normalcy so then we don't have to continue to have these conversations. And, you know, I think, you know, with us at St. Taylor Promotions, we're in the mindset of as long as we have to continue to have these conversations, uh, as long as we have to deal with things that we know our other brothers and sisters and other companies are dealing with that sometimes we don't even bring to a public attention, then our, our work is not done. And from now, I can tell you our, our work is still not done, but, you know, we're not going into it in a negative standpoint. We're looking at it as, as in a positive because just you say, Chris, like we are seeing change, you know, throughout the whole entire sport of professional wrestling. You know, when you look at, uh, you know, your, your ring of honor, WWE, Impact, um, uh, AEW, MLW, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
um, we're seeing change, but there still needs to be work to be done. And, and I, I think I think that's one of the things. And, and there was a quote from Malcolm X that said, you know, uh, if there's a knife in a person's back and you pull it out a little bit, you can't say that there's that there's progress being made because there's still a wound there that still has something in it. Yeah. But progress isn't made until it's pulled fully out and we start healing these things. But if we if we ignore it and just say, oh, well, you know, it's a little something. Are we really making progress? So our main thing is, you know, we not only want to talk about it, uh, but we want to be about it. And and I, I think that we're slowly starting to see people be more vocal and stand for themselves and, and just just be more vocal and more more of an activist uh, to the best of their abilities that we're seeing across the whole entire sport of professional wrestling. Yeah, and people being more vocal. I don't think like I don't think people understand the power that social media has because we've seen, how many times have we seen? I mean, hashtag give uh, give divas a chance. That literally started the women's revolution. Then um, we see trends, we see hashtags, we see movement starting all the time. That literally just started off from one person tweeting whatever was on their mind, and then it makes a hundred thousand other people think, oh, actually, yeah, that's a really good point. I never thought yeah. of it that way. And then it, it changes the industry. Look at, um, oh, I mean, Becky Lynch was was the hottest thing in all of wrestling for like two years. And that only came because of a few angry wrestling fans who were fed up and wanted change, decided to speak up. So it is literally, you're never just some random person. You can make a difference just by, you know, WWE or AW are not, maybe not going to see your tweet, but they are going to take notice of, 100,000 tweets that may come from your tweet. So it's yeah. always worth speaking up. Green green always speaks. And that's what a lot of people don't yeah. understand. Your your money has power. And sometimes if you don't feel your words are doing it, uh, just shift your money a little bit. Rather than shifting your money in one particular direction or shifting it back a little bit. Um, but collectively, if you use your voice in different ways, and there's different ways to go about it, um, trust me, there will eventually be a notice from whatever that higher up is, um, and and hopefully be able to at least spike the in, the interesting ears to then uh, listen to others that might be a little bit closely associated with that situation to see how things can get a little bit better. But uh, j- just you said, you know, I, I do feel like we're in a we're in a good momentum, uh, we're in a good swing. But there's there's still a lot of work to be done. So I, I know with us, you know, we're we're willing to put our work boots on. We've been putting our hard hats on for two plus years with STP. Uh, individually, we've been doing it for way longer than that as as individual uh, single talent. But you know, for the last two plus years as Shane Taylor Promotions as a whole, we you know we're we're ready to go to work, man. We're ready to go to work, and that's what we've been doing. Yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. You've got to, you've got to keep grinding, got to keep going, man. It will change. It will. It obviously has already changed. I hope it just keeps going. I hope it keeps consistent. We always seem to have these like cycles. Like for a while, it was the smaller guys getting a push, and then it became all about the women, and then it started to be more about black and uh, minorities starting to get more of a push. And it's beautiful to see. It really is. It really is because there are some incredibly talented superstars, wrestlers, talents that have been maybe not held down, that might be the wrong term, but you know what I mean? Not getting the opportunities that they deserve. People like Cedric Alexander on, on national TV, one of one of the most insanely talented men that I can think Absolutely of. Absolutely agree. It's, it's so good to see, man. It's so good. Um, right, let's let's bring it back to Ring of Honor for a sec again. Um, obviously, as a fan, I hope that this is not the end of, of Ring of Honor. We've all seen the statement. We all know what's happening. We know that TV tapings have happened and everybody's been sort of like kept on contract to the end of the year, hoping to come back in April, reshuffle the company around, restructure. I so badly hope that in April we have a Ring of Honor to come back to. If if we don't, what would be, if you can even narrow it down, because there must be loads over the last few years, but what would some of your highlights be, some of your most memorable moments? If, if things were to just stop tomorrow, what would you remember? What would you place up there as being like the biggest and best things that you've done as part of Ring of Honor? Yeah, I, w- I would say I think one of the um, one of the best things, uh, clearly outside of like, like you know, a traditional debut, um, will be one of the main things is I think just continue to, to, to try to I uh, coached my brother, uh, Shane Taylor, to the top when he had his uh, Ring of Honor World Television title run, uh, a tremendous title run. Really that many people have been saying have been one of the best TV title runs in the history of Ring of Honor's company. 
um, that that was tremendous. And I think that went all the way up to, uh, I want to say, Final Battle 2019, if I'm correct. Um, that went all, all the way up to that before we had a title change there against Dragon Lee. Um, and then even dating, even dating back to when uh, Shane, Khan, and Moses won the world six man titles. And I say that because, you know, once again, you find yourself uh, now, what a lot of people don't understand is once you're a championship, uh, you carry a huge weight. Not only do you carry a target on your back, but you carry a weight of responsibility because you're representing that company. You're representing your brand. And, you know, in our particular, we added an extra, you're representing your culture. So when you look at the balance of all of this, and you try to be the best champion or champions that you can be, uh, I think that there is no higher accolade than knowing that you hold a title and each and every time you step in that ring, you're giving your 100%. And that when your hand is raised at the end of the match, that is confirmation knowing that, that you're still at the top of the mountain. Uh, but yet there's still work to be done to continue to prove why you belong at the top of the mountain and on that throne. And I say that's that's one of the best things um, that that, you know, two of the best things. Uh, clearly, with the addition of O'Shea Edwards, that was the third best thing, because I, I think a lot of people were were subtly saying he needs to he needs to join forces with him, you know, because then it was just myself, Shane, Connor, Moses. Um, but then, you know, we've always been in communication with, with, with O'Shea, even prior to us uh, officially announcing him as a part of Shane Taylor Promotions and just trying to make sure that the stars line up the right way. But we've always had our eyes on him. We knew what his potential was. He, he, he was then and he still is now killing it on the independence. He's been killing it at Ring of Honor, including helping to kill it at the, at the pay-per-view. I mean, it's, it's just it is what it is. And so I think, you know, just being able to, once again, bring that to the table, uh, seeing the excitement and the uh, the amount of response that we got from fans and supporters, um, I think that that, that that was something that was a highlight. Because outside of titles, I think the main thing is when you know the worth of someone else and you want to help them to the best of your ability, you know what they can bring to the table, you know what you can bring to the table. And when you announce that and you receive uh, such huge support, it just lets you know that you're on the right track. And, and that's, that's just the continual growth of the brotherhood and of the family. So um, those are memories. Those, those are memories. And those memories aren't going to stop. And uh, we're going to continue to do what we do. Uh, coming, coming up just recently, uh, Shane, Con and Moses are going to be defending the Ring of Honor World Six-Man titles at WrestleCade in the Carolinas. You know, a lot of big things happening there. There's going to be about a three-day wrestling uh, three-day wrestling uh, convention is going to be happening down there. Uh, O'Shea Edwards, he he is having title defense after title defense. Uh, myself, title defense or title shot after title shot. Khan and Moses separately are doing their things. And then cohesively, when we're at it again, we're doing some things. So if you guys thought that we're done now, we're just getting started. We got some bigger news before the end of 2021. Uh, that's going to be out there. It's going to be on one of the biggest platforms that we've ever been on. Uh, believe it or not, it's not going to be wrestling associated, but it will represent wrestling and it's going to be on one of the biggest platforms. So that will be at the end of the year. You guys will see that when I just see, I gave, I gave you a little tease. Mm. Gave you a little tease I'm there. not like, Ooh, <laughs> now my mind's <laughs> going like, what is it? But, uh, <laughs> we got, we got some big things coming in and I, I'm extremely excited for it. And, and like I said, you know, uh, I tip my hat to every, a uh, man and woman that has walked through the doors of Ring of Honor uh, while we've been there, before all of us have been there, those that have paved the way, even dating back to the Murphy Rec Center, um, you know, dating back to the CM Punk days, to the Brian Danielson days, uh, to the low key, to the Samoan Joe days, uh, to the Claudio days, to the AJ Style days, the uh, um, to to the um, to the homicide days. The list goes on. Um, but at the same time, also, I tip my hat to whatever the future is going to be. Uh, will it involve Shane Taylor promotions? Maybe, maybe not. You know, I think, you know, I think we're all in the same mindset. If at the end of the day, business is business. If some things make a little bit more sense business wise that cause us to go some other ways. I think respect is on both sides. If things come to us coming back together when the month of April comes, I once again feel respect will be on both sides. If that time comes, 
But you know, it's 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 up to the world, it's up to the universe and the big man upstairs to see how things pan out. Yeah, man, I really hope it does. I really, really do. Because like I say, it doesn't matter where you guys go, you're gonna be successful regardless. But it would be lovely in April, depending on what happens, or maybe even in, in a year from April, to see you guys come back to Ring of Honor, to come back home would be beautiful because everybody that I've ever spoke to from Ring of Honor, yourself, Shane included, all those other guys and girls, you all say the same thing. Nobody within Ring of Honor is ever in it for themselves. Nobody's ever trying to, you know, like one-up somebody else. No one's ever trying to get ahead of somebody else. They all, You all just want to help each other. You all want to help each other grow. And I think that's why it was so sad to see what happened recently. That's why I was so shocked anyway, because... You all work so hard. You genuinely do. I'm not just saying this because you're here. I've said it to, to loads of people, said it in group chats. It's genuinely devastating to see what happened. But that leads me on to my last question quite nicely, actually, quite a nice segue. Um, so <clears throat> I've said a few times, obviously, hopefully in April, you guys come back, everything's back to normal. We get Ring of Honor back. Ring of Honor can carry on with that wave of momentum. But if, if Ring of Honor was to end today, what, in your opinion, would be the lasting legacy of Ring of Honor? Uh, I think the lasting legacy is um, Ring, 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 of, Ring of Honor has been a machine. Um, no matter what company you look at in today's current standpoint, uh, I think it's safe to say you would not have the strong pillar that you do for that particular company if it hasn't been for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, and that goes to respect to those current companies now. Uh, but when you look at your WWEs, um, I don't feel that some of their strongest people right now would be as strong as they were if it had not been for Ring of Honor. Uh, when you look at your, your your Kevin Steens, your Kevin Owens now, when you look at uh, your El Genericos, who is your Sami Zayn's, when you look at um, uh, your, your Seth Rollins now, PJ back then, I believe, Um uh, when when you when you look at you know your your Cesaros, uh, the 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 list the list goes on AJ Styles etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, on the AEW side, you know when you look at clearly your you know your your Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, your Hangman Adam Pages, um, and once again the list goes on from there. Um, but I, I say that not in a boast, but I say that in uh, just the the. I, 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 guess, I guess in a way, just kind of like the sacred ground of Ring of Honor. Uh, there's a lot of respect in the name of Ring of Honor. Uh, there's a lot of people that have stepped foot inside of Ring of Honor, including some that some might not even know of. Like for a small, very small portion of time, you're Eddie Guerrero's, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a very respected ground. And, you know, I think that that'll be the legacy that, that will always continue to go on. Um, you know, uh, I think CM Punk mentioned that and, and one of his very first, either very first or very first two promos uh, of him just crying when he left Ring of Honor to go to another said respective company then um, because he knew the heart of the people that were behind that from your talent to your production uh, and so on and so forth. And I feel like that heart from a talent standpoint has always been persistent uh, from production. I've always been a persistent. And uh, I know that that wasn't an easy decision to make to even take that hiatus till April. But, you know, we understand that, you know, when you look at things, you have to do what is best for business. Sometimes it's not going to be, you know, uh, so easy for everybody. But I think the legacy that Ring of Honor leaves speaks for itself. The, the, the volume of, that it leaves when you look at uh, how many matches, how many five-star matches have came through that door uh, that can easily hold their own at the main event of any grand stage whatsoever across the nation. And uh, so just to be able to have my name along with dozens of others uh, imprinted within the rich history of Ring of Honor is, is no pun intended, but a complete honor. And uh, that's going to forever, you know, stay with me. I think Ring of Honor is definitely going to still continue to have a have a spot in my heart, no matter if we're there in April or somewhere else in April. Yeah, man, absolutely. Very much like, um, reminds me of ECW. People still, you know what I mean? People still talk about ECW, the impact and the influence that it had on so many future generations of wrestlers. And I think, hopefully, like I say, we're... we're we're talking as if Ring of Honor's dead, but it's, it's in no way dead. I really hope things go back yeah. to normal, but we're, we're, it's sort of in that same kind of vein, isn't it? It's that um, 
of, of what it's done for future generations and for future talents. I, man, I have all the love in the world for Ring of Honor. I really do all the love in the world for Shane Taylor Promotions. It has, as always, been a pleasure having you on the show, Ron. Likewise. Um, but before I let you go, I know obviously you've, you've just mentioned WrestleCade is coming up. Is there anything else on, on the immediate horizon? Any shows anywhere that anybody can catch you guys, whether yourself or Moses, Khan, Shane? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you can catch us all over the place. And, and that's literally, I know um, uh, I know within the next coming days or next coming weeks, uh, O'Shea and uh, O'Shea and myself, we're, we're going to be in Pittsburgh uh, with a company called RWA, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Con and Moses, you know, they're doing their things. They, they've been defending the titles. They've been running as a tag team in Texas. Uh, they've been doing what they have to do in the Maryland area. Shane has been traveling all over the area. Um, honestly, at, we're, we're hitting states upon states on a consistent and a weekly basis. And I think it's only going to go up from there. So, you know, we're looking to continue to spread our wings, leave, leave our footprint, and continue to leave that legacy not only for ourselves, but continue to help boost and grow that next legacy of men and women that are coming up in this business. And that's exactly why we come together. You know, iron, iron sharpens iron and we want to help everyone succeed and grow to the best of their ability. Yeah, man, hundred percent. And I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see what's next. I'm excited for you to probably end up coming back on the podcast again as well. Because hey, at this point, you're a regular. You us, let us know, man. <laughs> at this point, you're pretty much like a co-host. <laughs> can't get rid of you just can't get rid of you no matter how hard i try <laughs> hey, no, we're, Ron, we're right here we we just say whenever things open back up man we all we all gotta gotta meet the pub in the uk or something toward yeah, that man. extent yeah man try and get over it definitely definitely um guys thank you for for watching thank you for listening like i said at the start wherever you are please hit subscribe please hit follow if you enjoyed this chat with ron make sure you tune in um in the next couple of days as well because i've got shane taylor on I'm actually interviewing Shane tomorrow, and that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Um, Ron, once again, man, pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Thank you once again for joining me on It's My Wrestling Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.